0: I'm Sharon Batters, and I'm so glad that we are sharing the Daily Treasure podcast together. We are in our series called Treasures Along the Way, and it's such an encouragement to me personally to go back and remember these mundane moments that God really transformed into majestic moments of investing in His gospel story to see how each one is a part of the bigger picture, the gospel. Today's devotional is called Mothering a Marathon, Not a Sprint. And today's treasure is from Isaiah 40, verse 29. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. In response to a blog I wrote on overwhelmed young moms, a tired mother asked, What if those overwhelming days seem to be blending into each other? I know my children are my ministry, but I really don't feel up to the job. I keep praying, but I must not be hearing God's response. He allowed me to be in this place at this time, so why do I feel I can't do this? Wendy is expressing what many mothers experience every day, and I promised her I would post a response to her plea for help. Here are some of my thoughts based on my own parenting years. One, parenting is a marathon, not a sprint. Accept it. You will have bad days mixed in with good moments. After our son's kindergarten teacher saw how discouraged I was with his classroom behavior, she touched my shoulder, smiled, and said, This too shall pass. I realized this bad behavior was normal, and part of my job was to help him grow in grace. Such change would not happen overnight. When you blow it, take comfort in Isaiah forty-four twenty-two: I have swept away your offenses like a cloud. Your sins, like the morning mist, return to me, for I have redeemed you. Two, marathon runners look forward to the cups of water offered from the sidelines. Mommies need to look for and accept cups of cold water that refresh just enough to get her through the next leg of the race. God offers us the living water through a personal relationship to Jesus. We find refreshing, life-giving water in His Word. Before you immediately respond that an overwhelmed young mom doesn't have time to comb her hair, let alone spend time in the Word, listen carefully. We do what's important to us. If we view time in the Word as critical to our sanity, we'll find time to make it happen. But here's the caution. There is no recipe or one way to cultivate intimacy with Christ. Don't pile guilt on if you can't spend an hour a day in the Scriptures. As a young mom, I kept a Christian radio station playing in our home and our car. Praise music was always in the background, and once in a while, I heard a clip of a speaker or interview that was just the right encouragement for the moment. Write out key scriptures and post them strategically around your home, at the kitchen sink, in the laundry room, on the bathroom mirror. Pray for your children before you get out of bed. Take 10 minutes before your kiddies get up and read a quick devotional designed for young moms or from the classic, My Utmost for His Highest or Streams in the Desert. Plan periodic times where you can spend more time in the Word, perhaps once a month or maybe even once a week. Don't miss the joy because of self-imposed guilt caused by your inability to have morning devotions every day. Isaiah 30 verse 18 tells us, The Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion, for the Lord is a God of justice, blessed are all who wait for him. Number three, look for a Titus II woman, an older woman, to be your cheerleader and help mother you. The Apostle Paul taught the young pastor Titus how to instruct the older women of the church, who in turn taught the younger women how to love their husbands and their children, among other things. Attend a women's Bible study and look for a prayer warrior who will pray for you and your children. If you can't find a woman like this, read books. Yes, take some time to read a few minutes each day. Or listen to podcasts by women you admire. As a young mom, some of my mentors were women I never met, some who were no longer living on this earth. Isaiah 40, 29 tells us, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Number four. Don't overlook the role a single woman can have in your life. Some of the best helpers with our children were young single women who loved children, and they made my life richer by their insights and longing for intimacy with Christ. Experience God's graciousness and compassion through such relationships. Isaiah 30 verse 18 tells us, "'The Lord longs to be gracious to you. "'He rises to show you compassion, "'for the Lord is a God of justice.'" Blessed are all who wait for him. And number five, make your relationship to Jesus obvious to your children by the way you pray with them throughout the day. Perhaps praying for the person in the rushing ambulance or the family next door or for daddy at work. Talk to Jesus as though he is right there because he is. As we read in Isaiah forty-one fourteen, for I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Well, friends, we made it another week, it's Saturday, and it's my hope and prayer that you're looking forward to being with your church family tomorrow. Looking forward to worshiping together, looking forward to connecting maybe with someone who is hurting, who needs a touch, or looking forward to God giving you treasures during that time that help turn your heart toward Him. One of the treasures that we offer through Mark Inc. is our Help and Hope podcast, and I always like to remind you on Saturdays about the most recent podcast. This week, we are introducing you to two people, two women, that I know you would love to have as your neighbors, Jill Stickles and Kim Aquato. They are the founders of Animals and Kids and also house mentors alongside our son Chuck and his wife Melanie at Path to Freedom, which is... A nonprofit ministry that offers safe lodging and mentoring and loving to girls who have been trafficked and friends I gotta tell you I have seen God do incredible things through this ministry and it's such a privilege to share with you part of how that happens through Jill and Kim and their passion not only for broken children but broken animals you might say well what does that have to do with help and hope well that's why we've called this podcast second chances for horses lead to help and hope for children jill and kim are passionate about offering the love of jesus through the relationships that these broken children can have with broken horses they bring the two together in an incredible way that gets these kids outside where they can experience God's creation in a healing way, and just their heart and their love for Jesus pours out into connecting broken pieces where God brings something beautiful. So go to helpandhopenow.org, click Help and Hope, look for the conversation that Chuck has with Jill and Kim called Second Chances for Horses Lead to Help and Hope for Children. I'm Sharon Batters, and everyone on our team is praying that you will experience God's love in a way that transforms your heart and gives you a compelling drive to share the love of Jesus with others, the light of Jesus in a broken world. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to being with you tomorrow.